Hey, pardon my take, listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. On today's part of my take, we have Football Guy of the Week and AFC Rookie Coach of the Year decided week eight of the NFL season by us and us alone. It is Coach Mike Frabel from your Tennessee Titans fun time with him and we have a really good interview with brendan schaub we've actually been circling him for a while he is a former ufc fighter former college football player comedian podcaster fun interview with him um we probably the first ufc fighter that we've had in studio that we could totally beat up yeah not like two of us together i yeah, think like i each, individual, hank yes. could beat his ass yes so brendan, if you're hearing this that's a joke yeah no, uh, but it's not. Hank could, Liam could beat your ass. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we also have Fantasy Fuckboys, a weekend preview, and Hank's grab bag. Before we get to all of that, we have some picks from Larry. So, PFT, you, you tell us what game you're going to do, and let's get it going. All right, the first one Larry's going to do is going to be Baltimore, Kansas City. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Part of My Take, presented by SeatGeek. Today is Friday, December 7th, and PFT, we are recording this early because I have to go to Chicago for a Redline Radio live show, but the most important news of the Titans-Jaguars game has already been released, Mm -hmm. and that is Blake Bortles, nominee for Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Yeah, Blake. Yeah, we're back, baby. Fuck you, Cody Kessler. That's we right. are back. So, I mean, do they even have to play a game? Like the man no, of the year has been decided this for is the actually, Jaguars. This is more important than the game. It is. There are some things that you know they 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 mean more to the community. Mm-hmm. And I think in Blake's case, the fact that he lives on the beach and just leaves his front door unlocked for anybody to come by. Yes, that probably got him at least in the top two for man of the year. I also saw our good friend Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, up in Minnesota, and he was nominated from. The Minnesota Vikings to be and the man of the year. Chris Long. And Chris so Long. So we basically just have the crew of men of Wait, the year. So are we, we're are we the of, men of the year? We're the man the behind man, the man. We're the man's men of the year. Yes. Because we we just 
shootout we sh- we make we create men of the year we should probably crash that party at the super bowl and be mm-hmm. like hey we're here for our reward to yeah. be the men behind the men we should get those capes like the guy with the, the walter payton guy with a cape to wear on our shirts i all always the time. noticed it with eli more than anyone else yeah because his is like nice and gold right it stands out a little yeah, bit right eli when did they man start doing that just like uh, letting a guy wear a few capes years ago. around on the field yeah i don't know a few years ago mm-hmm. eli man, man of the century so um oh we also have breaking moose Breaking moves. Monday is part of my take. We have the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, Blake Bortles, on. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the Wikipedia is coming back, baby. It's going to be good to have Blake back on. We'll tweet out what the Wikipedia topic is um, Sunday night. Sunday night, so we can get our reading in. Yep. Right after we record it, because we don't want you guys to vandalize the page. Yes. Because that could lead to some fake reports from us. And Blake is already in because he was like, I asked him if he would come back on. He's like, yeah, I got nothing else to do. So he's ready to go. I love Blake. Wake up, I love him so much. Do you think Brogan Roback can win bro of the year? Is there a bro, uh, an NFL bro of the year? He already won it, yeah. It would be like him, um, just ba- Gronk. Him. Him and Gronk him. just duking it out every uh, year. Kittles. Yeah, Kittles. Kittles. Throw him in there. Kittle. Kittle. I was thinking Kerry Kittles. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's predict what the score was for the game. 13-10. Titans. I, no, just 13-10. Okay, 13-10. Yeah, actually, no winner. Yeah. I'm going to say 17-13. Okay. Two to two tie. Two to two, two, two tie. tie. Okay. Eight interceptions for Cody Kessler. <laughs> he fumbled all there, over the yard. Are, he threw six pick sixes that were all called back. For uh, something that was not related to defense's play, it was gross. It was nasty. Yeah, it was gross. Uh, we do have though week fourteen preview, and we need to take a moment and just let that set in that I just said week fourteen. So it's, I know we do this fine. every week now, but time, time, why you bother me? It's fine because we have. Remember, it's a seventeen week season. It's seventeen weeks, and then there's playoffs. But and then week seventeen, no one's going to play. But then there's a combine. And then the you know what the NFL league year starts what March first something like that. It just like happens so fast, PFT. Yeah, it just goes too fast. I feel like it was September. You know what I like ago. to do? I like to take little snapshots with my eyes. Yep, same on me. Sundays. Let's do it right now. Ah, there we go. This was a nice snapshot. No, I do. I do as well. I like to just like right around the witching hour when it gets to the last month of the season. Mm-hmm. I like to take a moment and just do a really deep breath and be like. oh. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know what I like to do sometimes. I like to watch uh, the live feed on like a Fox or a CBS, and then also like once there's a touchdown, I go to the red zone feed, so I get to watch the same play twice, twice. in a row. That's yes. a little tip out there if you want to extend your season by just like seconds at a time. It mm-hmm. adds up mm-hmm. over the course of a season. You get more football in yes. that way. And I also like to go to the red zone channel a little early and get the whole countdown in. Get the clock. Yeah, get the whole clock. The other week I switched it to red zone channel, and it was. As it turned from a zero one into a zero zero, perfect timing. Damn, perfect time. I'm really good at that. I'm also really I think good. That's at, like a wormhole to the matrix. Yeah, I'm also really, really good. I can't believe I haven't discussed this on the show. This was like the thing I was best at in the entire world from the time I was 20 years old until the time I was like 30 years old. Eating cornflakes. Eating cornflakes. I had to eat them every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I was very efficient. No, it was. Um, Changing the channel from Fox to CBS during a commercial break to go to the second game, mm-hmm. and then switching it back exactly as the play started nice. again on Fox. I think that makes you a dad. Yeah, I was. That's like that is an all time dad flex when you know your dad's like, "Oh man, I'm the best at changing the channel right when the commercials." Done. I, I literally was. 
It's, it's, it's oftentimes, the little things in life that dads oftentimes hold on it was to. spooky. People would get creeped out and they wouldn't watch games with me because I was so good at it, and not because <laughs> all the food over at my house sucked and I had a tiny screen. You were so good at it. Yeah. I was like, man, Everyone, we got to get PFT over. Everyone's he's, yeah. he's a channel changer. Exactly. We should make a movie off of that. Um, all right, so let's do week fourteen preview. Actually, a pretty nice week. There's a pretty. It's a pretty nice week. There's some games that I'm very, very interested in, and I'm not just talking about the Jets, Bills, and Josh Allen getting uh, f- his fifth win. No, he he didn't start a couple of those wins. But Josh Allen's. Yeah, awesome. we're gonna give him credit. He's though. electric. All right, let's start with loser leaves town matchup. I have one that's for sure, and then I have a backup. Go. Okay, my loser leaves town matchup is going to be. Philadelphia Dallas. Yes. And I think we've had this as our loser leaves town matchup like three weeks. Well, this really. I think they played three times this year. This truly is, unless the Eagles win, then then the Cowboys can be in a loser leaves yeah. town next week. But this is the week that if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, they have basically won the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And it will be very hard for them to lose it. I, I mean. I can't believe this, this Cowboys team. Like, I can't believe we've not only gone from Jason Garrett almost getting fired to the Cowboys winning the East, but Jason Garrett almost getting fired to people are actually talking about the Cowboys. Like, don't look out for the Cowboys. They could be good. They could make a run to the Super Bowl. People are actually saying this now. If there's anything I know about the Cowboys, they'll find a way to fuck it all yeah, up. Yeah, they will. They'll that, find a way. And yes. it'll be hilarious. Yes. Oh. And I will very much enjoy fantastic. it. fantastic. So my backup loser leaves town uh, was Colts-Texans. And that's more for the Colts because that 6-6 six and six log jam at the AFC wild card. Big constipation. It's going to be interesting to see if one team uh, – the Ravens already are 7-5, so they're the sixth seed right now. So if the Colts lose – I think they're out. Yeah. And, God damn it, please Colts win. I, I used to love watching this game back in the day because the Texans would always be so snake bit against mm-hmm. the Colts. You remember that play where Sage Rosenfels did like the the two the double spin around and fumbled the ball like yes. through the end zone? Yes. And that it was, was always great. like Peyton Manning versus fill-in-the-blank Mad Libs for the Texans QB. Yeah, usually first name Matt, last name was something like uh, Scherzer or something Shop. like that. It was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. something with a show. Matt Schaub's still in the league. Yeah. He's still in the league. Very much. Very Back much up for the, the Falcons. Wow. I think. Don't ruin yeah, it for me he if is. he's not. He is. Do not ruin it. I'm going to keep saying that for like it five more years. Go. I mean, then if you want to talk about Monday, there's another loser leaves town matchup there. What's Monday night? Seattle, Minnesota. Ooh, yeah. That is a big time loser leaves town. It could also be a, are we sure they're good yet? Three loser leaves town matchups this week. I told you it's a good week. Are we sure they're good matchup? Give it to me. Are we sure they're good? Um, I mean, you can make the argument for Philly, Dallas. Okay, but on that one, <laughs> we just make all of them yeah. <laughs> the game of the week. Uh, I, I'll give you mine, and you can you can tell me your thoughts. Ravens, Chiefs, and here's why. It's terrible. Here's why. It's a terrible decision. Why the the terrible the, decision? The Ravens. This is the best team the Ravens have played are going to play in a while. Okay, they're seven and five. Everyone's saying this defense is very legit. Lamar Jackson. The the league hasn't figured him out yet. And then on the other side, this is the best defense the Chiefs have played in a while. So can the Chiefs play against a good defense in cold weather in December? This is my are we sure they're good game. I would also call this a tune-up game for KC. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I went there. It's a tune-up game for the reasons that you said so that we get to finally put to bed. Because Kansas City's beaten a lot of teams with shitty defenses. Um, but yeah, it will be fun to watch Baltimore versus Kansas City, but that's not my are we sure they're good. Okay. Mine's gonna be um I think I'm gonna go into Houston. Okay. All right. Because if Houston can take care of business, that's what they say, at home. Yes. Business. If, if they can handle their business, uh then I think they're a real Super Bowl contender. If they get a bye Yeah. I'm gonna cut off my pinky. 
because it's going to have to happen. Like, if they get a buy, I think they'll go to the Super Bowl. Well, let's talk about – I mean, we should offer you an opportunity to hedge. No, I do not want to hedge. I do not want to hedge. But I, I will be officially nervous if they get a buy because the whole time I've been like, you know what? They have to win three games. There's no way they're going to win three playoff games. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. So hopefully they lose this game. Uh, one more note about Lamar Jackson. We want to just call our shot. Within the next couple of weeks, there will be the the league has caught up to Lamar Jackson yeah. and realized that he can't throw. I think it's already happened a little bit. Really? He does He does a little sidearm thing sometimes, and people are like, come on, Lamar. You yeah. Can't, you can't be throwing like this. And yeah. That's college stuff. But uh, he's, I mean, he's good. I think he's a better wide receiver than Flacco is. Yes, true. Um, I, I, the Ravens are going to have to have a decision to make when when uh, Flacco is like totally healthy. I think he is. He might. be. I think they've already made the decision. Mm. I actually want to ask you this. I no. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Let me ask okay. it. Let me ask it. How many more games will Joe Flacco start in his NFL career? Oh come on. How many more games? You kidding me? I think Joe Flacco. Could be one of those guys who you like. We don't know if he's fully healthy, but he kind of is. The reports are that he is, and he's lost his job. It's been kind of a non-story that he's lost his job because he just hasn't been good for a while. Will it be one of those situations where he just fades into oblivion and never really gets like? Is someone going to sign him and be like, "This is Joe Flacco's team"? Yes. Okay. The the question I would ask is like, is Joe Flacco the kind of guy that wants to move with his seven children? Yeah, that's tough. That's well, a, that actually makes a difference. Like, if you have seven kids, or I think he's got six now. If you got six kids, most normal people don't want to move. You have to like Ryan Fitzpatrick's the only person that yeah. I know that like willingly travels around. But that, he's like squeezing blood from a stone because he never got that big contract. Flacco got the big contract, correct? And he's got six little kids that are just a pain in the ass. He's all good the time. for life, and he eats at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Would you want to move with six kids across the country? No, I wouldn't want to leave my room. No, if I had six kids. Yeah, I would. Yeah, my man cave. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get out of that. But- so, so I would say it's more likely Flacco loses a starting job and retires. Retires. But do you see what I'm? You do you agree with what I'm saying that like these guys who were good at one point. Borderline elite. Um, he won a Super Bowl. Get to a point in their career where you just assume someone will say, "Yeah, we want him as our starter." But every team's like, "You know what? No. Let's just go with the young guy." No, there, and uh, some hope. Have you ever watched the NFL? Yeah, but Joe Flacco is what he is. Yes, and there are a lot of teams that will pay him for that. Okay. Like, I can see Joe Flacco. There are probably 10 teams I that would want Flacco to start for them next year. I agree with you, but I'm saying, should we start the Joe Flacco, how many more games watch? He might just, yeah, no, we shouldn't. Okay. He might just get, fair. he might sign with the R-Words and just, like, make the commute from Baltimore. Perfect. Just drive his, perfect match. drive his stupid van down there Yes. and go 8-8 eight and eight for the next three years. And People forget, listen, I'm getting a little steamed up about Joe Flacco because of <laughs> What you said, borderline elite. People forget he should have beaten the he should have beaten the Patriots. He yeah. he beats the shit out of the Patriots on the road. He should have beaten them in the playoffs that one year. His tight end dropped the ball. His kicker missed a kick. They had that game won. They would have won another Super Bowl. And Joe Flacco still dynasty, still one of the greatest playoff runs of all time. I mean, him putting that together when you know he, the hail mary in, yep. in Denver. That wasn't a hail mary. That was just a long throw. It was, just a really, it was actually just a, a short out for Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah. He overthrew it. But th- that run was insane. He was on a different level. That's very true. And also that off season is where uh, the phrase "back the truck up" made its way into modern day lexicon. We should actually do circle this for next summer. Mount oral Rushmore. history of backing up the truck. No, yeah, or Mount Rushmore, like do an oral history of best contract years. 
Mm, that's good. Like the guys who do, who absolutely just go insane right before the big paycheck, and then obviously never perform to that level mm-hmm. again. Everything's oral history. It's awesome. It's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I w- I'd like to think myself as a, a contract. Okay, guy. top of your head, Juan Howard, Joe Flacco, um, <sighs> Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, he had that. Yeah, he did. I could I just do all DC look. athletes. Yeah, that's just how it, how it works. The, the uh, yeah, I mean the contract year. It's a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say, Hank? David Boston. Boston. I'm going to say John Wall, but he's in. I guess he's all right. Yeah, he kind of plays all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Thanks, Hank. Um, but yeah, he's going to get forty five million dollars next year. Mm-hmm. Or some ridiculous thing. All right, game of the week. Game of the week. Can I say it's Rams Bears? Mm, yeah, I think so. I I actually almost my negative Bears thoughts started to creep in, and I almost did. Are we sure they're good? Because I'm worried. Like I've when you lose to the Giants, you start questioning a lot of things. Um, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah. Well, Mitch probably isn't playing. Right? No, he is playing. Is that yes. for sure? Full full participant I, in practice. I heard different from who. I heard different. Okay. You ever see that movie Training Day? You, I heard different. You, you go to school today? Did Slug Don't hit lie you up? Me. I heard different. Okay, he was a full participant in practice. I believe that he will play. Okay, and I am like I said, the, the when you lose to the Giants, when you lose to Eli Manning, you start questioning a lot of things that you thought were facts. And I do think the Bears are still good, but I'm also I'm emotionally fragile right now. Let's mm-hmm. just say that a bad performance Sunday night will will tailspin into like shame eating and a lot of bad things going on. Let me ask you a question about Sean McVay. You saw that press conference where he listed all 11 of the Bears starters mm-hmm. and then their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. accurately. Mm-hmm. Is he taking that drug from Limitless? Ooh. Is he on Adderall? He is. He's His mind is ridiculous. I mean, him and Sean Payton, I feel like they're just both on uppers all the time. Yeah, and it will be interesting. I'm, I'm very excited for the Rams in cold weather because that's always a fun storyline. Mm-hmm. You see them. Pretty boy. We'll get the, no, we'll get the, uh, the Rams brought this many pounds of gear. Cold weather gear mm-hmm. to Chicago. You always love that that little nugget that they give us. Oh, they, oh, you know what it is? It's officially time for giant thermometer season. Yep, bear weather going to come weather out season on Sunday night. I, okay, yeah, that is the game of the week. The other would be the Monday night game, and I would only say that because it's in Seattle and primetime games in Seattle. Awesome, a lot of juice and the, the Seahawks uniforms. Whew, it looks like Slimer's puke. It's yes. like neon green. I love it. I, I love and neon anything. Yeah. Put it on a uniform. Uh, all right, you want to do a quick picks, and then we'll do fantasy fuckboys and get to our interviews. Uh, revenge game of the week, Danny Amendola. Oh, where people just forget about the fact that he plays on the Dolphins now. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in, in Miami. You just go there and you just. The Dolphins are six and six. They're five and one at home. Probably gonna win this game. Yeah, and this, no this one is the game. right, and no one's no one talks about the Dolphins. They they could definitely get the sixth seed. They just hang around. They, yeah. they, I didn't say it was his revenge game against the Patriots. This is his revenge game against being known. Right. Against notoriety. People will now remember <laughs> that he plays for the Dolphins just because we said this. But, yeah, yeah he, the Dolphins are that team. You're just like, okay, cool. And then we get to week 16, and then there'll be the uh, the graphic that says what needs to happen for each team. And the Dolphins will have, like, win and one other team lose. Yeah, it'll be um, England needs to invade Boston again and annex Foxborough. Yeah. And then remove the them from the AFC East, and then the Dolphins qualify. They, they just won't go away. Uh, all right, picks real quick. Do it. Okay, my let's start with the over. I got New England Miami forty seven. Okay, I like the over in that big time. Nice weather. I, I got the uh, Panthers Browns over forty seven. Panthers, okay. by the way, you've been done chained, but this is really if you mm-hmm. lose this, 
maybe just trade, maybe cut Cam Newton. Cut him. Cut him. Straight up cut him. Do you think any other teams would want Cam Newton if they cut him? Probably I don't not. Think so. Probably not. I don't, he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Nope, he has not. Uh, so that's your over. That's my over. Let's go under. I got uh, Cincy Chargers taking the under that, just because I don't think Cincy's going to be able to score. Interesting. At all. Right, I'm going to go Bucks saints and I know that sounds crazy, 56. I feel like the Bucks have screwed me on over-unders recently, and also the Saints on grass. Remember, that's grass. Mm-hmm. That's real grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, your you down. underdog of the week. Baltimore. Same with Larry. Seven. Six and you got seven? Six and a half. Even seven. better. Yeah. Even better. Take I, seven. I like it at six and a half. I love it at seven. Take seven. And maybe sprinkle the money line. Oh. Little sprinkle, little sprinkle mm-hmm. here. Andy Reid was a candy ass last weekend after they beat the Raiders on the road. Mm-hmm. He gave him a big pat on the back and said, I love you guys. Great win. Hold your heads high. That's a good football team we just beat. Andy, I don't think that it was. Chiefs are due for a letdown. <laughs> I don't think that it was. That's right. The Chiefs are due for a letdown. Oh, man. That's a good football team i we do the uh pittsburgh radio show and that i did it this morning you do it we do it off weeks and they said that mike tomlin after the game said something about they were doing a smoke and mirrors defense they ran out of smoke <laughs> like what <laughs> i mean that is a problem yeah, if you run out of smoke because Le'Veon bell's not there anymore yeah, now you're just yeah, you had exactly. no smoke no martavis bryant yeah it's tough for the smoke like garrett blunt he's not walking through that door uh my favorite of the week is going to be I'll take. Oh no! You just you did your dog, right? I did my underdog. You, you did your dog. Baltimore. I'm taking the Bears underdog. I think plus three. That it feels like that line should be six, and I don't know why it's three. Therefore, I love it at three. My favorite of the week. I'm taking the Bills minus three and a half. Okay, I'm taking the Washington R words. Oh boy, three Mark and a Sanchez. half at home. I'm riding the Sanchez train. Really I don't glad. Hate it. Really glad they didn't sign um, Kaepernick because he didn't fit the style of Mark Sanchez. Well, no, you're happy they didn't sign Kaepernick because Kaepernick would never work in an offense built for Alex Smith. That's very true. Never, ever, absolutely not, absolutely not. Like you talk about you night and never day. Never have him back him up. Yeah. Never. Um, Hank, what's your pick? I'm going to go with the uh, the rat line of the week and take the Falcons plus five. Ugh, rat line, gross. I. You really have to. It's it's a gross thing to bet on the on or against the Packers on or against the Falcons at this point of the season. Well, Packers minus five seems like such a wrap. I I agree, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to try to ball out so he can say Mike McCarthy was the problem. Absolutely, that's ex- yeah. that is exactly. He's going to play the go best on. game of the yep. of the season. All right, I'm taking the Packers minus five. Okay, All right, there we go. love it, Hank. Nice, Good call. Nice. All right, let's do um, fantasy fuckboys. PFT, why don't you start? Yo, what's up? This is Manny Man Alive. I'm here to talk to you guys about some fantasy fuckboy shit. Turn your ears on. Turn your ears on because I'm going to give you all the winners. My first winner, my start, I'm starting Danny Woodhead. Okay? That's right, Danny Woodhead. His fantasy team has to win and he needs a little bit of help. I got the stats at 40% for him to make the playoffs in his league. Guess what? In my mind, it's 100%. There's no quitting that kid. Plus that face-balled motherfucker PFT. I hope you like being bald-balled too, you little bitch. You little anorexic chumbly bitch. Because that hair's coming right off when Danny makes the playoffs. I hope he keeps the goatee though. That's right, it looks fantastic. My wife loves it, scraping up against her taint. I'm sitting, Sully. That's right, George H.W. Bush's service dog. Hey, Sully, we named the drink after you. It's a mad dog. It just sits around for six months, and then it kills you. It takes away all your headlines. Pretty rough. 
Woof, woof, woof. My sleeper. I'm sleeping Mark Sanchez. That's right. Holy smokes, this kid got rid of the butt fumble juju. Just right in time for Hanukkah. That's right. Feliz Navidad, Mr. St- Sanchez. Because you're in luck. No one's going to tell you to break a leg. Because the only cast you want to be in is a cast of high school musical. Oh, Kissing all the pretty girls. Drado, Drado, Drado. What's up, boys? It's Bubblicious. My stardom is Cole Tracy. Best kick in the nation. Up for the Luke Rose Award this weekend. Good luck, Cole. Get him, Cole. My sit-em is Nintendo 64. Soldier Boy just came out with a new video game system. Listen to these. Soldier Pods, Soldier Watch, Soldier Pad, Soldier Headphones, and the Soldier Phone. Stolen Valor. Goodbye, Xbox. Goodbye, Nintendo. Soldier Boy is the future. And my sleeper is headbands. Ooh. You want to play in the NBA, you need a headband. It's comfortable, it picks up your sweat, and it's fashionable. What about Baker Mayfield? Yep. Headband City. Yep. All That's right. right. Keep the sweat out of my eyes. What's up, guys? It's Vernon Chelly. My stardom is handing out candy at funerals and making yourself relatable on Twitter. All you got to do to get everyone to love you is hand out a little candy to a former first lady, and everyone will say, oh, my God, 17 times I was George Bush. George Bush, such a good guy. Sit him, Cody Kessler. I'm not going to slander this guy, but he's a fucking idiot who throws interceptions all the time, and he lost tonight, and he sucks, and I hate him, and he didn't win the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Listen, Cody, what kind of name is that? You sound like you should be in a rodeo for idiots. Sleeper, Home Alone, it's back, boys. It's holiday season, Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2. Tell me your favorite. Hey, I got a question for you, Vernon. Yeah? Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Yeah. We always have that debate. Die Hard? Ha <laughs> ha! Ha, ha, ha. Hot dog sandwich. Okay. Oh my god, I'm so not looking forward to Die Hard as a Christmas movie debate. What a stupid, stupid thing. Yes. Well, who's gonna start it? Uh, Michael. Yeah. I was gonna say Trey Wingo's definitely yeah. like that. He's got some thoughts. No. What's gonna happen is Trey is going to remind Mike before the show. Be like, Hey, Mike, ask me during the show. Remember to ask yeah, me, me if, if Die Hard. Team, team me, me up. For, I've been waiting all the year. Die Hard Christmas. Yeah. Throw me an alley oop. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Uh, okay. Do you think there's a person in America more excited to see the Sherlock Holmes movie with Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley than Trey Wingo? <laughs> but not he, not for like a couple, maybe like a year and a half after it comes out. Is he more excited for that or more excited for when uh, Will Ferrell comes into ESPN Studios as Ron Burgundy for the 17th time? Yeah. Did you see he's doing a podcast as Ron Burgundy? I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Remember that Will one? Ferrell's doing a podcast as Ron Burgundy and Can't Trey wait. Wingo's already subscribed. Can't wait. He's ready to roll. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Trey Wingo, who single-handedly funded the entire. Inter- <laughs> that's what that's what Trey's the personal doing. project. Yeah, that's what Trey's doing with his new contract at ESPN. He's he, he gave Ron Burgundy a yeah. podcast just so he can listen. to Most it. guys, when they get rich, they go to weird sex parties and take awesome drugs. Trey Wingo, when he gets rich, he has Will Ferrell do a Ron Burgundy podcast. And next up, maybe we maybe we're talking prequel. Yeah, Anchorman. Mm. The story, the story behind the story of Ron Burgundy. Did they do the prequel? Well, yeah, well, no. I don't did think they so. Do, they should. What was Ron Burgundy's sequel? Oh, they did the sequel. sequel. Oh, I didn't yeah. know if it was a prequel. They should do a prequel where it, where it comes like when he's a student journalist, like on the college station, mm. and the amount of hijinks he gets into there. Damn. Mm-hmm. And and he gets yeah he reports on maybe a frat with uh, let's see Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, <laughs> yeah, Luke all Wilson, there. and it's it's a cra- yeah, and then it just goes into old school too. That would be cool. I like it. And he becomes... Let's do one of those. Yes. Did you know that Ron Burgundy's character becomes Frank the Tank yes. before he becomes Ron Burgundy? Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's do our interviews. We first up have Coach Mike Vrabel, 
Before we get to that, another add another pick from Larold, the Goldfish PFT. What game is he going to pick right now? We're going to do, uh, tell you what, let's do Denver, San Francisco. Denver, San Francisco. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Ah, Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Okay, here he is, Coach Mike Vrabel. Okay, we now welcome on Football Guy of the Week. Doesn't have any fan interference or interference by me. It was just a straight vote. It is Coach Mike Vrabel of your Tennessee Titans. He also is the AFC Rookie Coach of the Year, named by us eight weeks into the season, Coach Vrabel. So first off, how, how big, you've won some Super Bowls, but how big is Football Guy of the Week award? I'd say this is right up there. Um, I'm not sure what I'd get, but, but I'm hopeful to be able to put it up in my office. If we, if we get something, uh, that'd be great. I'll, I'll put it up here uh, in the office. Okay. Yeah, we'll send you something. Yeah, we'll send you something. Something from the pile. Yeah, so you won the award. Uh, because of the video of you warming up with your defensive line and also maybe hurting yourself a little bit. what Explain that warm-up and did you hurt your shoulder at all? So I think the guys just, you know, sometimes I try to go out there and, and, and mix it up a little bit with them and work some technique. Um, some guys like to do it before the game. Uh, and then, you know, I just try to be available for anybody that wants to do it. I happen to be working with a couple guys. The shoulder? Uh, no, it's fine. That's just, uh, I would say, a lot of years of, of wear and tear, and uh, I think I'll be fine. I'm, I'm probable for the game this week. Okay. Okay. That works. It, are there guys that you take it easy on because you know that they don't want that smoke from you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think what they try to do is they try to, they try to knock the crap out of me. Could get back to maybe whatever I might have said during the week or – at practice, and uh, that's usually the case. That they, you know, as long as they're trying to to, to get after the other guy, uh, hit him harder than they're trying to hit me, I'm okay. So you've been actually hovering around Football Guy of the Week award recently. So you do the wind sprints before games too. What's that? Why are you trying to be an overachiever? You know, looking for a workout and and something to do before the game. So just trying to do something to uh, to get off my ass a little bit. Um, before the game. Did you do this when you were... Have I been nominated? Is this... Yeah. How many times have I been nominated? Oh, you got like nominated for that? You got nominated also for your quote, uh, the uh, NFL's like the crime, it never sleeps. Is that true? Huh. It just doesn't take any Thursdays, you know, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, New Year, so... Who else have I... Who else beat me? Uh, Probably Nick Saban. Nick Saban, Kirk Ferentz beat you one week. Um, oh, uh, Tyler Trent, the great story from Purdue... Kid who's battling cancer, who basically beat Ohio State, your alma mater. 
Absolutely. Um, he should win every week. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you've you've had some stiff competition, but it's good that you finally got off the schneid here and, and won one because, you, like I said, you've been circling it. Well, yeah, you were starting to get a reputation. Like you were getting close, you were getting close, but you finally closed out this week. Um, so we're going to air this on Friday. Um, so you je- congrats. You just beat the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> and the overmatched, <laughs> the vastly overmatched matched Cody Kessler, the incompetent Cody Kessler. Um, how looking back on how last night's game went, how do you, how do you think it went for you guys? <laughs> I hope that it went as well as we prepared. And, uh, you know, the, the, these games aren't easy. You know, every week in NFL is a challenge and, uh, you know, their, their records don't mean anything. Uh, it's a division opponent. Uh, that's just kind of how it goes. Um, I have a little conspiracy theory I want to bring up with you. Hank actually brought this to our attention, uh, a couple weeks ago against the Jets, you had 12 guys on the field, and uh, they accepted the penalty. Did you do that? Was that on purpose so that you could stop the clock? You'll never know. Oh, never know. okay. That sounds like a yes. Interesting. What, what's your th- What's your thought? I think well, based on how quickly you answered, I'd say absolutely that was on purpose. <laughs> Got to work on your poker face a little bit, Coach. I didn't look too pissed off when it happened, did I? Mm, okay. <laughs> Here's the other conspiracy theory we'll throw by you. Uh, there's been talk that Bill Belichick's coaching tree has not been as uh, fruitful as some others. So this year he said, I'm going to have Matt Patricia and Mike Vrabel win a game against me so that uh, everyone will be like, wow, these coaches are awesome. I mean, it's the least he could do. We helped him win three Super Bowl championships <laughs> when I was there. It's the least he could do. That's true. Uh-huh. It was That's one, true. It was, one, it was one regular season game. Yeah, that's true. That's that is true. I uh, also want to get your thoughts on your good friend, uh, Coach Urban Meyer, retiring from Ohio State. I know that you guys were very, very close. Um, how burned up were you about that? I'm not burned up. I mean, I think the, the guy had a phenomenal career. He won a bunch of championships, and um, everywhere he's been, he's won. And I, and I learned a lot from him in two years. I uh, felt like I needed to move on to the NFL. And I certainly stand in touch with him. And, and he should be uh, Ohio State's in a better place because uh, of Urban Meyer. What, what was your record against Michigan? Not very good. Oh, Not very good. oh, I did not mean to bring that up. But Urban Meyer 7-0 against Well, no, you should count your coaching record too, right? Better than. than, it, than it's better. It's probably 500. Okay, um, all right. He was very good as a player. But it was always good when, when I played with Brady. It, it, it seemed that Trestle and the boys uh, took, a, took a advantage of the, the Wolverine. It was with Brady, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the kids always had a good Christmas. Okay, okay, okay. I want to get your thoughts on a, a team that you played a couple weeks ago, the the Texans, your old team that you coached for. Mm. Uh, they look pretty good, don't they? I don't know if you're aware of this, but Big Cat has an appendage on the line. He has to cut off the tip of his pinky if they win the Super Bowl. How worried should Big Cat be about that team? Well, they're playing well. The guys are playing for them, and uh, the defense is, is doing a good job. We. We didn't do a good enough job against them. We couldn't keep them out of the end zone. Didn't, good, didn't do a good enough job in the red zone. So, yeah, they're playing well, but uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of football left. You got this coach speak down. Yeah. All right, last question for me. Uh, are we bigger football guys than you? Because when I texted you and I said, hey, can you hop on for five, ten minutes? You said, I'm finishing up red zone. And I was like, that's okay. We're going to be working all hours of the night. So we're technically working while you're not right now. You no, know, I, I don't think that anyone would look at you and think football guy. Um, anybody that's watched the combines, um, <laughs> that pitiful performance that you guys put out there, uh, it, it's embarrassing to, to, to anyone that would 
Yeah. They didn't show all my tape, though, Coach. Yeah. They cut okay. it. was deceptive you know editing. When, when we're feeling bad about ourselves, Jen and I usually pull that up on the internet. We'll usually archive that, <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll watch um, what you guys actually look like doing that. <laughs> That's, um, I'm glad we can I mean, help. I think I've broad jumped further uh, with a with a torn Achilles than you guys were. It was, it was pitiful. <laughs> well... That means that I'm I'm part of uh, you know the Titans organization organization. I'm helping you anytime you're feeling down. I, I'm I'm there to pick you up. You should get a ring. If they win. You <laughs> yeah. should get a ring. Uh, my last question: How many guys on your team right now do you think that you could beat up? Um, probably. I don't know. Not enough. <laughs> I think some, but not all of them. Okay. Great answer. Good. Great answer. All right, uh, Coach Rabel. Thank you so much for giving us ten minutes. Congratulations on Football Guy of the Week. At the end of the year, we, we do a Football Guy of the Year award, and I'm going to say it right now. You'll be in the running. You, you've you got some strong performances out there. Well, I can send you my address. Let me know what you're going to send me. I can I can have uh, the address to you. Uh, okay. To have the, whatever memorabilia or if it's a, it's, a, it's a trophy or whatever it may be, I'm looking forward to it. It's actually just a signed jock strap from me and PFT. So Great. Yeah, so, but you'll need it. Can be sent in a, a small package. It'll, <laughs> it'll be very inexpensive for us. <laughs> oh, all right, Coach Rabel. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, good luck, and okay. but but not good luck. You already won. Thanks, guys. Cabo Wabo is a thick cut, one hundred percent blue Weber agave tequila. Made the way tequila was meant to be made, with full on agave taste. Cabo Wabo is a smooth, sip-worthy tequila created for those who don't shy away from bold flavor. So are you ready to take things to the next level? Try Cabo Wabo tequila for a thicker cut of life. Cabo Wabo tequila, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. Copyright 2024, Campari, America, New York, New York. Please handle responsibly. And now for something completely different. Okay, we now welcome on Brendan Schaub. He, you know him from his podcast, The Fighter and the Kid. He announces boxing, UFC. He's a former UFC fighter. He also is a comedian. He's got some big events coming up, especially uh, San Diego, January 19th. Correct, sir. Go to TFATK.com, thefighterandthekid.com. Now, you know that we've met you, right? When? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, FCT, blame it on that. It's brain trauma. We've met you. We actually- In Vegas. We we spent a night pretty close to you, a very uh, fun night. Mayweather McGregor? Yeah. Yes. We were really? sitting right next to you. I think we were in front of you. I think we were right brag. in front of you. Did you. Barry Pepper, the guy who killed all the Nazis in Saving Private Ryan, he was sitting next to us. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so we okay. met you. It was a fun night, it I was. guess. Did you think that that... Uh, what, what was your biggest takeaway from that night? Like, is McGregor, he's obviously blown up and become this huge megastar. Do you think he'll ever fight again in boxing? In boxing, no, unless it's like some sad story 30 years from now. But um, no, not in boxing. He'll fight again in the UFC, yeah. for sure. What did you think about that whole spectacle? Like, Were you excited going into it, or were you looking at it like a sideshow kind of? Uh, I was super excited. I think I think it was cool. I, I think uh, you know, Con- Connor did 
pretty damn well yeah. for for being in there with a guy who's basically you know one of the best, if not the best of all time. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a cool experience. Yeah, everyone made money. Yeah, we had fun talking about it. Those like, tickets we, were sick. We lost for how awesome it was they great, were. Man, Those big tickets. Good time for yeah. everybody. I don't know how you like how much you know about gambling, but we actually lost money. Yeah, we just well, what, you bet on year. Connor. Yeah, we bought tracksuits. We got really wrapped up in that we, song. Yeah, that's okay. what it was. Only one Conor McGregor. Okay, there's nothing that will just get you. That got you, bro. I remember being in the in the stands for that and looking around. You were there. Barry Pepper was there. I was there. I was like, damn, this is a lot of really good hair. Yeah. In the same room. Got a, you guys have good hair. Solid yeah, thank hair. You. Well, yeah, it sure. also was it was a fun moment because it was like, all right, you know, sometimes people are like, hey, do you consider yourself a celebrity? No, we're just podcasters. But then to be like, okay, you're at Barry Pepper's level, who I don't think he's been in anything since Saving Private Ryan. He's like, that's I'll take that. Uh, it's, it's Saving Private Ryan. It. Yeah, though. I know, but it's like 20 it's a years classic. ago. But he, I'll take that. He was uh, Dale Earnhardt, right? Oh, he might have been Dale Earnhardt. Yes. Yeah, oh, Earnhardt. was he? So, yeah. And uh-huh. you're... So now, I guess is that yeah, this on you <laughs> that you're on our level or that we're on your, like which way does that? Work? I don't re- I don't think I'm a celebrity. No, okay. no. I think I think we're on the like same. D list, D C list. Yeah. You know, like there's some benefits, but no one's gonna roll out the red carpet no, for you. Right? Yeah. You you. I'll get stopped on the street, but uh, there's not cameras all over. Yeah. So uh, so you've had an interesting career. You started in football, then you went to UFC. Yep. Now you're doing comedy. Yep. Uh, which of those three possession professions is the hardest? They're all different. The scariest, I would say, is fighting, um, but the funnest is by far doing stand-up. So not even football close. is just like not even. No football. You know, easy. football. At least, at least you have ton of <laughs> pretty easy, pretty yeah. easy gig. At yeah. least you have ten other guys you can rely on. It's mm-hmm. like not just all on you. You almost said blame. No, but you said rely. <laughs> yeah, depends. Yeah. yeah, depends. Colorado if you're football the kind of sucks now. What's they going on? They suck now. I'm not there now. When when we when I was there, they were damn good. We're always what top is damn 15. good? What is damn good? Every year he played in the Big 12 championship. Was Nebraska still in the Big 12? Yeah. Well, that's we played like Texas when they had Vince Young. We okay. played against right. we played against Adrian Peterson at Oklahoma. Did you the now, good years? The way you we got our ass whooped. Yeah, I was about to say the way you phrase that. Oh, we no, definitely no, no. didn't win a Big 12 championship. <laughs> Every year we played in the Big 12 championship. Every year we lost a Big 12 championship. <laughs> right, right, right. Did you right. Have, uh, was yeah. Jeremy Bloom on those teams? Yeah, he was on the squad. Yeah, he's a well, great he's guy. He's a little too much yeah. of a pretty boy for my he is, liking. He has it all, man. You know now he's he's a millionaire, mega millionaire. What? A tycoon. He's freaking yeah. For what? What do you Some do? app. He, he's Silicon Valley. I'll see him in Venice. That's not fair. Not, that's Tommy not Hilfiger fair. model. Good looking dude. Olympian. Olympian. He was on the cover Skier. of ESPN or something like that a while ago, too. That's not fair. Played in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, that's yeah. not fair. That well, kind of. On the yeah. Eagles. That yeah. doesn't really count. Yeah, that doesn't really yeah, count. Yeah, we don't count that. Yeah, yeah. it depends where you're from. Pre- yeah. So, uh, did you... What, what came first? I always wonder this with UFC fighters. What came first? The fighting or the tattoos? Hmm. Tattoos. How many? They you, did. They did. You thought? Well, you no, thought, you I like, just, like the requirement. Well, no, Kinda like I, the NBA. Yeah, I assume most UFC fighters they get tattoos to try to be more intimidating to look tough. Yeah, like they get the neck. Do you tattoo. think they? Well, neck tattoo. There's no turning back. You get right. a neck tattoo. It's you all don't downhill fuck from with there. The neck tattoo, well, I kind of respect that move. If you put a neck yeah. tattoo or a face tattoo, it's like I, there's no turning back. I'm going to. I'm going to have a fucked up weird career. I'm not right. going to work at a desk for the rest right. of my life. I'm You're not, also yeah. probably not financially very smart with your money. You don't right. have 401k. But like there's true. some bad things with but face it, tattoos. PFT is right. Like if you get a face tattoo, it's like you're not. The fallback isn't Deloitte here. You're right. going to be fighting and probably getting your face, you know, caved in, and you have no problem with that. 
So it's intimidating. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Face tattoo, neck tattoo, pretty hand bad. tattoos. My first, well, I kind of like the, the knuckle tattoos. Yeah. But you can only do four-letter words on you those. You guys can get a, face tattoos or neck well, tattoos as podcasters. You can only do three-letter one after yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl. We're in, we're in a profession that we absolutely could do that. You guys yeah. could do this. Yeah. I, my first job out of college was selling cars, used cars, for like two months. Yeah. And uh, my coworker that came in at the same time as me, he had a neck tattoo right on the front. Game it over. It just said money. And I was like, that's the guy that you want to buy a used that car money. from. Right is he there. slanging cars with yeah. people buying them? Yeah, he, he sold a couple cars. Because I wouldn't buy a car to, from that yeah. guy. To, to real idiots. You'd have yeah, to be I wouldn't a moron buy a car. That's <laughs> money. That's money, money, baby. All right, so you go from football to UFC. Yeah. And you were on Ultimate Fighter, which was one of my favorite shows. I think Ultimate Fighter doesn't, I think maybe it does get enough credit in the MMA world. I'm a very casual, I love big you know, sporting events, so a big pay-per-view I'll always buy. Okay. Um. The Ultimate Fighter got me into the UFC, and I think that was the case for a lot of people. A ton like of me. people, yeah, you're yeah. Right. Like it really kind of exploded it because it's like these guys. It's a reality show. It's also what was it like in like that reality cooker and, and trying to make it? Uh, it? It's not very realistic. It's like a hype. God damn it! Version. Well, no, meaning it's not realistic as far as the real life of a fighter. Okay, because you're, yeah, sorry, man. Oh. You're living with damn. You just want to tell me reality TV? No, not bro. Real? No, with all that that <laughs> happened, there was real, but. It's like you're living in this house with 16 other dudes, you know, and, and, and you can't leave, and there's no yeah. phone, there's no books, there's nothing, and then you're fighting once every, every week, once every two weeks. Like, that's not the real life of a UFC right. fighter. So right. It's stressful, man. So there's yeah. no TVs. I know that, too, right? Like, no in books, the real world, some, no books. Someone, well, my, you guys wouldn't read anyway. Yeah. Well, so, well, how dare you? <laughs> Is it like board games? Nope. No so, books. So, so what do you read. do? Yeah. No, well, you just said it creates uh, drama because you're, right. you're like, there's nothing to do but talk to each other so you get on each other's nerves. That's a good point. So even my boy Justin Ren had his Bible. They took that. Really? Ooh, yeah, they messed around. That's disrespectful. We, Damn. They give you papers you can write in your journals. And we made like fake uh, trading, like cards and stuff, and they got rid of those. That's fucked up. They don't it's mess like around. You're basically in prison. In prison, they can have cards. <laughs> were you were you like a, a little weirded out when you first got there? All the cameras around, like you're trying to act natural, but you know they're in your face a little bit, and you know that everything's going to be broadcast out there. Yeah, I was uncomfortable probably for like the first week, and then you just forget about them. Then when you watch, you're like, oh dang, I did that on camera. Like mm-hmm. you just forget about it and start talking shit. And when it's you wa- weird. when you watch back, were you like, am I really like that? Is that what I sound like? I was a dick there. Were you like a little I, uncomfortable with some things that happened? Again, I think I rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because like, oh, he's cocky because Kimbo Slice walks in. They, the first sound bites me, and that was a big deal for everyone. I go, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, You oh. said that yeah, to went, Kimbo fuck. Slice? Yeah, I went, fuck this guy. And the, You're that, psycho. Am I? Yeah. Well, yes, you said fuck you, <laughs> you to yeah, Kimbo Slice. Did you ever see the fight where he punched a dude's eyeball out? You're scared of Kimbo Slice? Hell yeah. Well, I mean, he's wait. dead, and I'm still scared of him. Yes, great guy. Great guy. Yeah. He's a legend. He's a legend. Those were like, that was internet 1.0. What's, what's your problem with Kimbo Slice? Nothing. He was a good friend of mine until he passed away. A really good oh, friend. Really? Yeah, yeah, really good friend. But at the time, I he was just a stand-up fighter, and I was really good on the ground, so uh-huh. it, would, it would have been a good fight for me at the time. Got it. But anyway, so when he came on the show, I went, fuck that guy. The fans were like, oh, he's cocky. So when I watch it, again, that's a heightened sense of who you are because you're in, in a house full of dudes who you got to fight to get a contract to the UFC. So that's not really you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, right. Not, that's not really you know who you are. That's so, fair. So making that transition from football to when you decided to become an MMA fighter, what was it about the sport you're like, okay, I'd rather get in a ring and punch dudes? Lack than, of options. Yeah. Lack of it. options. Living so, with my brother. I, and I was teaching cardio kickboxing and slanging supplements door-to-door, like Pursuit well, of Happiness. What are we talking about? What supplements? What's up, bro? Yeah. So, what kind oh, you need? Oh, Jerry, I, I, you I need a big junk science guys. 
So you could sell us on anything. Copper, <laughs> copper <laughs> bracelets. <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever those you got. power balance bracelets. Yeah, 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 no, dude, fucking... you can't get knocked over with yeah. those. Have you seen those commercials? Yep. I got well, the big, big cat's wearing one right now. Yeah. See? See? Look dude, at that. Wow. Yeah. Dude. The tea that gives you diarrhea, and then you're like, I lost 10 pounds. <laughs> it works. It wow. works. Yeah. I was slanging in a supplement called uh, Hard Nutrition, which eventually turned into- <laughs> Yeah, it's which hard which nutrition. hard that's nutrition? Perfect. Yeah, that's, that sounds healthy, right? You'll take it. <laughs> yeah, which eventually turned into Muscle Farm. Oh, company. okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. was it now? Was it you were really slanging it, or was it the pyramid scheme slanging it? No, I was really slanging it door to door, being like, "Have you tried this for a limited time only? Fourteen ninety nine." Because you also see like the person pop up on Facebook, and they're like, "Hey, I've been selling this, and I now I have a car and all this." And no, no Ponzi need... scheme. Okay. I was actually door to door pursuit of happiness. Will Smith style. Okay. It was depressing. Yeah, though. that is depressing. Was... I knocked on doors like, "Did you play?" For UFC Colorado, I'm like I did. It's not about that. Here's the thing, though. I need you to buy this. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you're like when you're making that transition, is there a part of you that was ever like, hey, it's not going to happen? Uh, as far as getting to the UFC, yeah, or just UFC. in general, UFC. Uh, there, there's no plan. I just, it just kind of happened for me. I was training. I was, I was pretty good at it. And then a buddy of mine signed me up for Golden Gloves. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's next weekend. End up winning that. That's and- such a shitty gift. Yeah, yeah, like if cool. somebody gave that you to me go for fight. Christmas, hey, I entered you into a boxing tournament. Yeah, yeah go get your cool, ass man. Yeah. You, you like a fighting pit bull. And anyway, yeah. so then I, I won that, and then it just kind of took off from there. Next thing I knew, I had four fights, and then the UFC called. was like, hey, we want you on this reality show. And then I just earned my contract in the UFC. And the next thing, months after that, I'm finding top 15 guys in the world. And then I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I don't like doing this. This is so intense. So that's how it ended? You were just like, I don't really like doing this? Uh into my fighting career, I linked up with Brian Callen, who's my partner in Fighting the Kid, a uh, comic comedian, and uh, we started doing the podcast, and it started to gain legs, and um, you know things just started to happen from there. I'm like, man, I'd much rather be a silly ass with my friend and then mm-hmm. freaking get punched in the face. Yeah. And just led me towards That's comedy. Easiest game of Would You Rather Ever. Yeah. Correct. So now you have the tattoos in the cauliflower ear, but you're That's a podcast. I know. That I can't makes get no off sense. of them. It will try comedy. Try doing stand-up comedy with yeah. ca- cauliflower ears. Well, I had to follow freaking David Tell the other night. I That's mean, not easy. cauliflower ear is, like, it's intimidating. I know. That's not good for comedy, though, bro. It's better than cauliflower dick. True. Because then you just say, hey, yeah, I got HPV. You can hide that. <laughs> yeah. You can hide that. So your comedy career, is it would uh, like? Would you rather go into the octagon and face getting your ass kicked, or get in front of you know however many people are, are you're selling out? What like fifty people you do your clubs? Fifty ish, yeah, yeah, around yeah, fifty. Yeah, but yeah. like what, doing that. Uh, stand up all day. I love stand up. Yeah, stand ups. That that that's my passion, man. Absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that. I, I, once I get up there, I'm I'm at home, man. Yeah. See, I was never at home in the octagon. Terrifying. First time you stepped on a stage, you felt good, like looking out at the 100%, audience. Yeah. No nerves, nothing. And even, even I, I was on stage with Brian County. He goes, oh, he goes, man. There's a lot of people out there, man. You should be nervous. I'm like, I'm not, man. And we got out there. We got back. He's like, dude, here we go. Yeah. And then boom. What that's do you think that's from? Later. Playing, playing in front of people in football or UFC? Like that's. I mean, a lot of people have fear of that. But they do. Really get up there naturally. Yeah, I've been knocked down my underwear in front of millions of people. Which that helps you get over it. Or you know, as a kid, my heroes were comedians: Jim mm-hmm. Carrey, Adam Sandler. Like I've always wanted to be, do this. So mm-hmm. it, yeah, I got here eventually, but it took some shit to get through it. Yeah. So with the cauliflower ear, I just had an idea. Does anybody do cosmetic surgery to give you cauliflower Dude, ear? Great question, mm. sir. Thank you. Check it out. So I was doing a, a show on E. I still work for E. I do like the pre and post award shows for them. And but this is before I was working for that, so I did all these auditions for them. And they call me, my my agent called, never forget, calls me and goes, it's a big show, right? 
And he goes, dude, I got some good news. I'm like, yes, here we go. and be making bank, baby. And he goes, so you didn't get the show. I'm like, fuck. He goes, but we got something else for you. Have you seen Botched? I'm like, yeah. He goes, they want to fix your ears for free on Botched. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. I ain't doing that, Why bro. not? I can't. Like, my where I come from, my people, the MMA community, yeah. it's like a badge of honor. Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. do it. That's what I was saying. It Ooh. wasn't so much like, does anybody get rid of it? It's more... Are there, is there a surgery option for posers out there that want to look Stole tough valor. to give yourself cauliflower? Well, well, kids who grow up poor in like the favelas in Brazil and stuff like in other parts of the, the world, you know, doing jiu-jitsu is expensive and it shows a sign of money and status. So those kids will take phone books and pliers and put around their ears and crank on it to give themselves oh. cauliflower. So if you guys want to do that, do that. Well, not for me personally. Yeah. Maybe. Well, uh, we could just open up a cauliflower ear shop and just punch people. Just in punch each other right in the air. Steve O tried doing it. Did you see him? He tried no. doing it. No. Yeah, he had Chuck Liddell take a golf ball on his ear. He had to oh. punch him in the air. I'm like, dude, that ain't the way to I do it. I would assume that Steve O would already have cauliflower yeah. just by happenstance. Yeah, just by life. Dumb yeah. shit just that he's just enough yeah. people like come, you know, jump out from, from behind a wall. Like, just like from the jackass. Yeah, right. Can taste. You mentioned Chuck Liddell. We had him on the show last week. Before the fight. Before the fight. What'd you think? He was very confident. It was he was very confident, but the fight was ugly. And I, I thought there's something wrong with my with my service. Yeah, I'm like babe, our, our TV's slow here. Let's fix this. Yeah, that was bad. It was bad. I didn't realize. Uh, I mean, I guess I probably should have. Eight years off is old. No, you shouldn't have. Because listen, I'm I'm balls deep in the sport. This is what I do, man. And I thought he was good to go. Right. Because his team said he was good to go. And the commission let him. The commission, right? Yeah. Andy Foster of California, which is the toughest commission to pass. And I've I've had to go through that testing. If they they say he's good to go. You guys co-signed this project, right. so I'm assuming he's good to go. Then when he showed up, when he was walking out, I was like, "God damn, he looks yeah, stiff." Right, walking the cage, I was like, "Maybe he's just warming up here." And then we got him, like, "Oh damn, this is it. He's in trouble. Everyone man. should be ashamed of so, him." Yes. What type of testing goes into that to make sure that a fighter is is sound? Like, do they make you do stretches, or they're like, "Hey, does your back work?" How's they that? should have here, but yeah. they they did like it's a neurological test. They do the EKGs, EEGs. They they do a CAT scan. You know, they they do all that, man. But mm. That's not enough. Whatever they're doing is not working. He couldn't defend because, himself. No, you just need the eye test on that one. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that crazy. Up. Like, my mom like, oh, no. Yeah, right. walking in the cage, my mom like, nope, no, 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 no. Saw him throw one part. Even the weigh-in. I watched the weigh-in afterwards when I you know, saw the fight. And I was like, yeah, the weigh-in, you can kind of tell. He's looking stiff. He doesn't look like he's, like, comfortable. It was it was bad. Everyone look. should be ashamed. Of it. I hyped mm. the fight up, too, because, again. Yeah, we did, too. People who's, We're complicit. Dude. We had him on. Mm-hmm. I know. Me, too. I, I was like, you guys need to buy this. It's the least you can do oh, for these legends. Right. I said okay, that. Okay, so you're way yeah, you're worse. I'm way worse. Jeez, I know. Right. But I got, I got, I am. I got honey dick, bro. I got honey. <laughs> they told me he was ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. What was that term? You got honey, honey dick. Honey dick. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I'm gonna. Yeah. Say, I don't know what it means. I'm gonna. Say you can keep it. Yeah, you can keep it. Thank you. Appreciate that. One thing we talk about on the show a lot is kind of how Dana White has been overseeing the UFC, especially like the last year, year and a half. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of like WWE style antics that have gone on recently, and he's kind of straddling. On that fence because on one hand it's really good for business when you have a bunch of You're guys money. drumming up publicity, but on the other he actually seems genuinely pissed off when guys do it, and he'll like he'll suspend guys, he'll say that they can't fight. Um, what goes through his mind? Like how does he play both sides of it? Because I don't think he really knows which side he wants to come down totally on. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you hit it on the the head there. I think he he doesn't know. He runs it kind of with his emotions, which you really can't run a huge business like that, like a boys club. And now that they sold the WME, I, I I think there's going to be some changes. But he's done a lot of good. He's done more you know good than he has harm. You know, as far as something to the ESPN, um, the big sale with WME for four billion. So he it's hard to argue. But I'd say under the current plan that they're under with this pay-per-view model, it's it's not working. There's too many fights, so yeah. they're going to need to make some changes for I, sure. I actually think he knows exactly what he's doing, and he's just the world's greatest actor. Like when he says mm. he's disappointed in Khabib or he's disappointed in Connor, he's not. He's a promoter. No, he's, right. a, he's promoter. a promoter. Like, like when they threw those dollies, he's like this. Yes, Excellent. but then he comes out and he's like, this is this so is disappointing. So I don't know yeah. if we can ever let him fight again. He knows exactly what he knows he's doing. Knows what he's, doing. No, he, he's a smart guy when it comes to that stuff, man. But the other thing is, is you've built up Conor McGregor so big now he's I don't know if he has ownership in the company right. but there's something going on that's pretty fishy there so uh, you know you, you've built him up so big he's gotten bigger than the UFC people yeah. are tuning into Conor McGregor not the UFC yeah yep. and, and I think the biggest problem the UFC has from a cat like I said I'm a casual fan I know diehard fans they love the sport I, I do enjoy the sport but I for me it's the turnover is so severe. A guy can only be at the top and have, you know, be the champion for what feels like a short period of time because there's always, there's parody, there's guys coming up. So you don't get those champions that you're like, for a long time. That guy, right. Conor well, McGregor, if you asked anyone randomly on the street, you're like, Conor McGregor, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a UFC champion. Correct. Well, he doesn't have a belt right now. Yeah, you're right. So. It feels like I don't know. You can't. Inv- you don't want to invest in anyone, right? And it's also like almost a, a, a blessing and a curse because it's fun to watch because anyone can win any fight. And there's so many ways to lose. That's right. the other thing. It's different than boxing. Right. There's yeah. so many ways to lose. But also, like you know, Vince McMahon is where the UFC. If you fo- if you watch what WWE has done, the UFC is copying their their plan to to a T. Mm-hmm. So if they make a move. Plan on the UFC making the same move. Them going digital, them having a UFC fight pass. WWE is way ahead of this. They've had yeah. this for years. So yeah. Vince McMahon, they op- they thought he was going to buy it. He goes, I would never buy it for your reason. He yeah. goes, I can't control who's champion. Right. You guys switch them out too fast. Here we can control for who is big star and milk them for what they're worth. We can't control that. Right. So you're saying Dana White at some point will blow himself up in a limousine and everyone will freak out. And do steroids and get all tan yeah. and like run into the cage and blow oh, his quad Vince out. doing steroids was the best. It was awesome. It, it, it was, was so ever. awesome. It was, he went from a pencil neck geek to Vince McMahon. I'm a fan his of shirt it. off. Dana White's probably so pissed he can't grow hair so that Donald Trump can't shave his head. Yeah, yeah. That would be the next thing up <laughs> That'd there. That would be really good. That would be really good TV, yeah. <laughs> um, what's Joe Rogan like? Good guy. Smart guy. Yeah? Yeah. Did Super you smoke weed guy. with him? You smoke DMT with him? Uh, yes and yes. Yes and yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Uh, you know, the, the weed, you know, you know, so there's like, I'm not a big weed guy. I CBD oil, which isn't uh, psychoactive. I use it mm-hmm. every day. I use it for my son, but you use it on your son. Yeah. Because he had, uh, uh, epileptic seizures and it actually oh. got, he got rid of them. Wow. So now I'm all about CBD oil. I can't say it enough, Okay, but it's not psychoactive. So he doesn't get high, but, um, you know, so there's weed. Like, if you're, I don't know if you guys are weed smokers. So there's yeah. like your casual weed smoker. Yeah. Sure, good time. Joe Rogan has PhD in marijuana. So when I get to the studio, and he's like, "Hey, take a hit of this." I'm like, "Oh God, I guess, man," because you're going down the rabbit hole, man. Right? Because he's not getting your bullshit weed from Venice Beach. He's getting he has the highest strain in the world. Some doctor created in the lab, mm-hmm. and you're going to fucking Pluto on this thing. Yeah. So like, we were doing a podcast last week on Saturday. I took one hit. 
And I was talking about that guy who got trapped, tried uh, convincing those islanders to, to be oh yeah the Central Bible hum- oh humpers yeah, yeah. Got who killed. got killed. Yeah. I kept calling it Satan Island. It was like I was so high, man. I yeah, kept, he's like, no, it's Sentinel Island. I'm like Satan yeah. Island. The thing I was just so high. <laughs> where, where do you stand on that? Are you are you like pissed off at the guy? Was it his fault for going there? Or are you? Hell like, yeah, they maybe don't murder the I, guy. I, I think you know he also was. You know, I, I, he has to be a little crazy in the head too. I think he was looking yeah. for yeah. You know Quite what? Some mental health. Thing. They I, had to murder. Him. I didn't realize this. That was the second time he went there yeah so, he, first yeah. time he went he goes, they shot goes through, through the bible and yeah. he goes i'll be back yeah, yeah. oh this is maybe a this time they won't shoot and me. how about his missionary group goes we did we he wasn't even part of our group right yeah. i don't know if he was just doing whatever he wants they so, had to kill him though. he brought like a yeah. bible because he a had he would have brought to z he would have killed them no they mm-hmm. sneezed game over right they yeah. tried right what if he brought see if i were him i would have brought something really cool like just a playboy like, hey, check this out. Or get out your iPhone. Show them cool shit. Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, not the Bible. They don't speak even English. Bring a Game Boy. Play, play, nothing, play Candy yeah. Crush. You don't nothing, have to go bro. crazy on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. Get yeah. on Twitter. So Joe Rogan, does he when you when you do a podcast with him, are you you're just like, holy shit, this is gonna be this is gonna be experience. Because he Not anymore, because we, we do one pretty regularly, at least once a month, sometimes twice a month. So before Maybe. You know, he's just a buddy, so I don't look at it that way. I think a lot of yeah. people do because it's literally the biggest show in the world. Yeah, it is. But I don't you sh- you should see his freaking complex. It's it's insane. Where is it? It's uh it, it's it's in the valley in California. Does he have is that a, where they do the porn? Uh, they used to. I okay. think they've moved out of there. Got it. Yeah, yeah. They kind of decentralized that. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah. that where uh, were you there when Alex Jones did his thing? Um, I was not there when Alex Jones did his thing. That was a real trip. That was yeah. like three hours of just Alex Jones. No, just, just I don't. Pure. I don't get into that stuff. You guys, yeah. you, you get down with Alex Jones? No, not really. But you I mean, you know I mean, Eddie Bravo. I enjoy. Uh, laughing at Alex Jones a lot. I agree. I think he brings up good discussion oh, for, for us to laugh at. For us to laugh at. I don't entertain that bullshit. We didn't go to Frogs are Gay? <laughs> what did you say? The, the, frog, the frogs are turning gay? Dude, I'm, I, can't, I can't even entertain <laughs> this bullshit. We're going to lay on the moon, check out you in Resolution 62, subset <laughs> 4. He's crazy. Oh, man. All right, we're going to do the Seeky question. Promo code TAKE. You get $10 off. You can go. You could probably actually go to your comedy on January 19th. If you go, Can you buy it on SeatGeek maybe? Uh, I'm not sure. Look it up. If you can't, Maybe someday we'll get it Speckles set up. Theater. Yeah. Uh, promo code TAKE. Check it out. All right. So the Seeky question, you're a comedian, like you said. Tell us a joke. Oh, man. Come on, funny man. Make me laugh. Come on. Oh, wow. Come that's on. the Let's question. Make oh, me I laugh. thought you weren't scared on stage. Yeah. What's that? You can. Oh, can't he, get said, it? he said, yeah. So there you go. Go see Brennan Shop January 19th in San Diego. $10 off with promo code TAKE. Boom. Boom. That's easy. Boom. Don't but let him off now, the hook, big cat. Yeah, now I mean, you it, have to sell us on the comedy show it, by telling us a joke. Yeah, well, there, there's no really jokes, man. I, I don't do, like, knock-knock jokes. You know, that's not really my mm. thing. There's no hook line here, fellas. <laughs> that's okay. our favorite thing to say to comedians, just, yeah. like, make me laugh. Go ahead, dude. And it's probably, it's probably the worst thing you can make. Yeah, you kind of want to punch oh, us yeah. right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, don't, I, I, I like you guys because I knew you before. I was a fan before. That's a lie. We sat next to you for an entire night, and you were like, you know, but that night was personal to me, so I don't remember a lot of things. It was personal. I almost beat up Michael Rapport for you that night oh, oh yeah okay that that been been nice. we yeah. also were very drunk that night because we like idiots we walked in and they're like last call at 8 30 yeah like, oh, fuck, we're like vegas is closing so down nuts. and yeah. then and then we walked in and we're like we thought there was last call and the woman just laughed at us like it's vegas are you fucking yeah. you can stupid you guys are good yeah, yeah. you can drink it so it's just the beer guy outside just trying have to you guys us. been back since oh yeah yeah Couple a bunch yeah for what event uh we went back for i saw the 12 saw the caps win the stanley cup yeah we go that back pretty nice. once, once or twice a year. Yeah. All right. Wore some big pants. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a whole thing. All right. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I do have one last question for you. What is, yeah. Ooh, do when, it. Are, when are we going to start seeing like uh, UFC teams at the collegiate level and high school level? Jeez, man. 
Uh, I mean, they're worried about CT and football, so I, I don't know if you're going to see it at the high school level. Probably not, yeah. Or collegiate. Well, if anything, you'd see it in the Olympics. Do you think yeah. that story's coming? This, like, you know, concussions in the in UFC? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Has it started? I feel like I haven't heard a lot about it. You there's know what a I mean? reason for that. You know, the, the, there's a lot of those guys who, I won't say names, a lot of famous guys you grew up watching who aren't doing well now. You see them get arrested or, you know, not doing well, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a matter of time, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's happened in boxing, so it's definitely going to happen in UFC. One hundred percent, yeah, it's yeah. coming. That's bad. Maybe maybe collegiate MMA, but no head strikes. I just think it'd be cool. Would like, you watch that? I think just I think a bodies, lot of people just would. body. Punching? They have esports now for college. Those kids are killing it. Yeah, yeah. you do esports? I don't. Do you? No, no, me neither. Okay, I was right. a test. Yeah, you went yeah, like no, me you if passed. I did. No, you oh, thank God! Yeah, yeah, oh you God, passed. Jeez, passed. I didn't know. I can tell we've had actually a lot of UFC guys in here. We had Daniel Cormier sitting in that seat. Great guy. We had Steve Miocic sitting in that guy. seat. We had uh, what was the other guy's name that sat in the seat? Yeah, I don't know. No, nope. I don't think Someone, we've had anybody else in that. Seat. Not Chuck Liddell. It's the other Randy Couture. Oh, that's right, Good Couture dude. is here. Yeah, all all three of those guys could have kicked our ass. I think we can kick your ass. You think you can kick my yeah, ass? The two, two of us, us. Have to add, yeah, yeah. at once. Yeah. Really? We just jump on you. Yeah. I mean, you're not Thoughts. small. Nope. No, he's not. I'd sit on you. You look like the scrappy type. Yep. A you go scrappy. low. You work I'd go out, high. bro. Scrappy. You work I'd, out, bro. I, I exclusively do uh, yeah. arms and chest, just mm-hmm. glamour muscles. Yep. Oh, and shoes you got. I got Asics. Oh, you got. I can do anything. Look at you. Put those up. Damn. How much are those? Not cheap, man. Yeah. Well, yours, those are badass. Are those the, those are the Andre Agassi? Those are the Andre Agassi? Yeah, yeah. Little, uh, those are dope. You got Asics on, man. I'm going to judge you right now for that, that but I'm going to forgive you. You can do anything in Asics. Because I like the glasses. Most versatile shoe in America. <laughs> wow. How dare you? You can uh, Yeah, yeah. You can, go, you can go running. You can lift weights. You, you can, can go uh, to Target. You can push a you stroller. You can not pick yeah. up chicks in those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do yeah. all that. You can breastfeed your baby. You can Sam's Club and get like a huge box of rice. You can do a lot of stuff in Asics. There's mow the lawn. It's just everywhere. <laughs> mow the lawn. Yeah, mow the lawn, exactly. Put, uh, put dad jeans on. Yeah. Uh, Brennan Shop, thank you so much. This has thank been fun. Guys, this has actually man. been long overdue. I feel like we've been circling I agree, you for man. a long time. Yeah. So you're welcome back anytime. Next time, we'll smoke some DMT with you. Let's do it, man. Yeah. Keep kicking ass, you guys. Love you got to bring it, though. Well, I got to bring you. You got to bring the drugs. Yeah. Uh, we I'm, I'm going to be the mule? Yeah, yeah you, you bring the drugs. Tell Joe. We'll do that. I'm putting it in my ass. Tell Joe. Just stick it right Put it in my ass. Then that will be the topic. Get in doubt. Yeah, because clearly you can't tell jokes, so you'll just tell us about putting drugs in your ass. And that's a joke. <laughs> and that's a joke. <laughs> that's there a you joke. go. Right. <laughs> Brendan Chad was brought to you guys by Blue Apron. And while we're doing this ad, is Larry making another pick? He is. What, what are we going to have him do? Bears, Rams. So he's going to do Bears, Rams as we're talking on, about Larry. some Blue Apron goodies. The holidays fish. are fast approaching. Meal prep is the last thing you want on your plate. But what if cooking delicious, wholesome meals was easy? Oh, no, he took the Rams. Took the Rams. That's too bad. Well, guess what? Delicious home-cooked meals can be easy with Blue Apron. Their new WW Freestyle plan features six chef-designed recipes every week. I'm pretty sure that means Weight Watchers. So WW means Weight Watchers. I guess they've teamed up starting in January with Blue Apron Chefs, and uh, they've teamed up with health and wellness experts at Weight Watchers, Reimagined to design a variety of delicious recipes that make cooking for a healthy lifestyle easy. That's great. That's great because guess what? It starts the year to the core on January 1st, right? It does. Uh, we were talking about it. We've got some plans going. I just want to get comically big arms, and Big Cat just wants to get his core straight. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Great, great way to get in shape is by eating these delicious meals from Blue Apron instead of going out for fast food, pizza, all that stuff. We don't do that anymore. I don't eat chicken wings anymore. I don't know if you heard. Just don't do it I anymore. did here. 
Um, here are some examples of the awesome menu items they've got coming: panko crusted chicken and maple dripping and maple dipping sauce. They've got seared steaks and loaded mashed potatoes, Korean style popcorn chicken, and creamy saffron risotto. That just reminds me of Giada De Laurentiis when I say risotto, mm-hmm. and her tasteful cleavage. Yep, love Giada, love Blue Apron. They make a better way to cook, easy for you to do. They take all the chores out of meal prep. They give you creative and mouth-watering options that fit your tastes, and you can get your first three meals for free. That's right, for free at blueapron.com slash pardon. Giada would want you to do that. She would want you to go get the risotto. Blueapron.com slash pardon. Okay, let's do some segments. First up, we have a LeBron Blames. This came the other night. LeBron is getting old. And I think he's going to start blaming. He's going to start dropping those hints like, hey, I'm old, guys. So he tweeted, man, I'm washed. I went to bed at 8.30 last night and woke up at 7.30 a.m. Man, what? I literally slept for 11 hours. Missed my company Xmas holiday party and everything. Sheesh. I added the sheesh. Um, So LeBron, not only shitty boss because he missed his company's holiday Mm -hmm. party. Although, was his company the Lakers or is his company I think that was like LeBron Corp. LeBron Corp. He seems like one of those athletes that yeah. would name a whole company after himself. How does, LeBron, how does LeBron not show up to LeBron Corp? Yeah, that's a good question. I think what happened here was he had something else. Go- I don't want to accuse LeBron of any drinking sort of- too much and passing out? Of drinking too much and passing out, but this definitely sounds like something I would do mm-hmm. if I drank too much, didn't go somewhere, and had friends mad at me for not- I'd tweet something out and be like, yeah. oh, damn, I totally fell asleep. Make sure that my location was turned off on yeah. my tweet when I sent that. So they wouldn't know I was like out on Catalina Island. Yes, sending that. Yes, he. I. I also love how LeBron responds to his own tweet in the middle of his tweet. Man, I'm washed. I went to bed at eight thirty last night and woke up at seven thirty a.m. Someone from the crowd. Man, what? That's actually still LeBron though. <laughs> it's like it's great. You He's suck, a great LeBron. Tweeter. Hey, hey, don't say that. I'm washed. I'm a father of three, and I'm washed. But so, yeah, so this is very fishy because. What father of three can sleep for eleven and a half hours? Mm, good huh. point, PFT. Well, if you if you drug your kids, yeah, with I was wine, say if you just get all your kids drunk, they'll yeah, probably sleep. The hangovers, they, they vicious. Had, they had just like a big punch bowl mm-hmm. filled with Pinot Noir. The LeBron though is definitely going to start dropping these hints to pre-excuse not winning another title. He's old. He yeah. needs help. Oh, the Lakers are decent. They're up there. I think they're like two games out of the first. Does LeBron is... need a twelve-step program? Mm. We call that traveling. They used to call yes. it tra- no, 12 Steps Traveling back in the day. Yeah, that's why I watched college. Yeah. Speaking of college, we have a new segment, Hank. It's called Nitpicking Zion Williamson. Okay. You ready for it? Sure. So Zion, I get. Well, Duke has not lost yet. Everyone tells me that's not true. Yeah, no, they have not lost. I thought they lost. They're too. undefeated. What happened to Gonzaga? And they they beat him. No, they beat him. No, they lost. They beat him. They lost. Duke is undefeated, and Zion... He missed two dunks last night against the Hartford Hawks, which I didn't know were real. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Against Hartford? He missed Hartford. The basket's the same size up in Hartford? It was at Duke. But Hartford, two they probably brought dunks up. that he missed. Hank doesn't have that explosiveness anymore no, now that he's dunks, got the— He dunks so hard that the ball smashes off the rim and or, comes out. Or That sounds like it's a him problem. Or he's got the unlimited meal plan in college, a little freshman 15 situation. Yeah, my thought about him actually— so, yeah, he's great at defense or whatever. He blocks shots. That's cool. He has the highest. But when you block a shot and the ball goes into the into the crowd, that's a turnover. Hank's mic well has tur- not been on the whole show. You might as well be turning the ball over, Hank. Why doesn't he catch the balls instead of blocking? Bill mm-hmm. Russell used to do that. He used to keep the ball in bounds. Mm-hmm. My dad taught me that. Yeah. 
He's the highest vertical leap in Duke history. Okay, maybe he should so high that they it was higher. Like you know, when you oh jump wow, up, yeah. oh he so it's head... up higher than Bobby Hurley and Christian Leitner. No way. Yeah, so his head to the clouds is yeah. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should stay grounded. Interesting. I think Zion. Well, now I want the Bulls to draft him, but until that happens, I'm going to nitpick him. Two dunks he missed. Missed two dunks. I don't. I've, I've I never can... missed two dunks in my I life ever. I always finish all the dunks that I f- attempt to mm-hmm. dunk, except that one time I didn't. When I the Ravel video, I tried to dunk and I you just tried got to dunk sh- on I didn't even get to the rim. That's sad. Yeah, not not a, not known for my vertical. I, st- I still haven't missed a dunk. You've still missed one hundred percent less, fewer dunks than yes. Zion Williamson yes. has. I think so that's how it works. Just be a be a fifty percent. All right, they still won by forty. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm it gets so hard excited. Do you know what I'm excited for? The Zion Williamson Vince Young shirt off at a club picture where he looks pretty fat. Yep. The Eddie Lacy bad angle. Because Zion's not fat, but there's our friends at One Shining Podcast, Titus and Tate, they have a whole thing like, is Zion fat? And just the fact that that question's asked means that he is in that ripe zone to get a bad angle picture, and everyone says, ooh, man, this guy's fat. Also, Vernon Carey just committed. He was the number two player in the country. He just committed to Duke. Oh. So I guess Coach K has just basically given up on Zion. Yeah. He's like, i got to get somebody else in here. <laughs> so... He's he's already looking to next year. Looking to the he's future. already recruiting yeah. for next year. He's, that's yeah. sad. He's, he that's wrote, really sad. He wrote this off. That's too uh, bad. Um, hey, Shame we also we also didn't get you prepared for this. We're gonna do uh, a quick Spotify shaming because it's the end of the year. So pull up your Spotify. Okay. And we're gonna talk about our top music choices. And uh, everyone's talking about it online. Everyone's tweeting the picture. I love this year end Spotify thing. And what I learned about myself is I, in 2018, listened to a lot of Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande. Mm. So, delicate Taylor Swift. That was played many, many times on my Spotify. I So, I listened to a lot of Mike Posner and then pretended that I was too cool to know anything about Mike Posner during his <laughs> halftime performance during the Thanksgiving Fraud game. Fraud alert. But all, my, but all my listens are to, I took a pill in a visa. Okay. You should actually try to Buried in Detroit what? is a jam, dude. No, I've I've, I've listened to that. Okay, so it was like Bar- two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Hank, I remember I Caleb put me on that song three years ago, and I was already six months late. Yes, that was three Took years a ago. A pizza. I thought that there was effect on his each. voice. For the oh, longest maybe you were time. doing it because of Vici. Yeah, that's probably why. That's right. You were because being he mournful. goes to show Avicii, so I was cool. cool. Uh, yeah, that's why I was doing it because Avicii died this year. That's something to do. I'm leaving out in L.A. Travis Paul's car just approved. Oh, a million dollars. This will be uh, nice for <laughs> any further accusations of narcissism. Um, Pop Punk is oh, on my list, too. Nice. Yeah, so nice. That's nice. I also had Lumineers and Wilco, which, like, you depressed, dude? Coxbar. I listened to a lot of Coxbar nice. this year. Yeah. I actually have a nice mix. My my top we'll art, the judges my artist goes Tiesto, Travis Scott, you. Martin Garrix, Lady Gaga, and Bradley Cooper. You big sicko mode guy? Uh, it was stargazing. Young Thug uh, and Elton John, Mac Miller. Wait, Young Thug and Elton John? Yeah, the song's a banger. Really? Together? Yeah. They did it together? Yeah. Finally. Damn. The the, the collab <laughs> we've all been waiting for. Uh, Mac Miller, R.I.P., Avicii, R.I.P., YG, 311. Hank, all your, all your Gucci favorite Man, artists Kanye. die. I, yeah, it's fucking sad. Oh, yeah. I listen to Sicko Mode, too. I listen to a lot of Sicko Mode. I listen to a lot of uh, Drake, The that one song. Mm-hmm. You know I listened to some Brothers about. Osborne Kiki. in there at some point. No, not Kiki. The other one. You know which one I'm talking about. Nice for what? Yeah. Nice for what? Oh, and the Boston. The one that's put all, out. the one I listen to that a lot too. Listen, I, my Drake listening is whatever's number one on radio. I will listen to, and everyone's like, "Damn, 
You like Drake. Well, I like the hits. I'm looking through my list right now. I have a very weird eclectic mix on here. Okay. I wouldn't trust my if I found this like Do you have any stained? on the street? No stained. Uh but I <laughs> but I did have uh the song Rock Fist. Do you remember that one? Yes. By I think it was Ten Foot Crutch. Yeah. That was such a shitty song. I had so my Ariana. I listen to a lot of songs ironically. I find, but then mm, I eventually yeah, just like, like them. Yeah. yeah, that's basically our lives. That's my life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no tears left to cry was my Ariana Grande number one song. That's a great song. Wow. Okay. For real? No, Are you okay? Yeah. That song bangs. No, but, uh, it's, it's like so you... start slow and then you know. Are you okay? You take it. You want it. You take it. You want it. Are you right? Yeah. It's okay. a it's a happy song. No tears left to cry. Yeah, it means you've moved song? on, dude. Yeah. Okay. Like you just don't you're good. you ever heard that? F- Who'd you move before? on from? I moved on from you, a red court. You cried over me, pussy. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just have nothing left. I'm all Wait. out of liquid. Thank you, next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. yeah, thank you, next, big cat. <laughs> all right, let's uh, before we get to Hank's grab bag, emergency. Who's back of the week? This is I can't tell if this is a sad story or a happy story. I'll let you decide, PFT. Mike McCarthy has returned to Lambeau Field on Wednesday and spoke to the team with the blessing of Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst. Yeah, that's how Gutekunst. Gutekunst. And Joe Philbin. His passion for the game and his love for the players was clearly evident, Philbin said. He did a great job. So he walked into his old team that he just got fired two days later and was like, hey guys, remember me? And actually, you should change your pick back to the Falcons because Mike McCarthy was was coaching up the team this week. That's right. Maybe maybe that's what they needed on this team is to like hear a voice from the past. <laughs> like McCarthy took them to a Super Bowl. They needed that like voice of authority to come in. I, yeah, I was thinking about it. It has to be the most depressing place in the world to get fired, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, because there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. You live in Green Bay. It's December. Everyone notices you at the supermarket. Everyone notices you getting gas. It's not like you're getting fired in New York. You're getting fired in Chicago or L.A. Like, you are, like, you. hey, there's the fired guy. On Sunday, what is he going to do? He, right. Like, go to the store for pizza? And it's going to be closed. And it's going to be closed. <laughs> yeah. That's, that He's is might go very to the game. shitty. He probably will go to the game. He can't. He probably will. There's nothing. There's absolutely nowhere else he can go. He can't go bowling. The no. Bowling alley's probably closed down. It's the saddest place. I just think of Mike McCarthy waking up and just being like, what do I do? I'll just say I love Joe Philbin. Yes. I love him as an interim coach just because he looks like an interim coach. And I love him as an interim coach because him – well, I loved him as a head coach because Joe Philbin getting fired gave us Dan McCarthy. No, Dan, Dan uh, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. yeah, and he's the ultimate interim head ultimate. coach. Ultimate. Joe Philbin in black uniforms. Joe Philbin's just like an interim head coach that happened to be a head coach for like six years. Yeah, he is. Because he was in Miami and nobody really noticed. And Joe Philbin is also number one on the Mark Tressman rule. Just let, yeah, let, let regular let fans look at him and just will tell you, nope. Don't do that. My favorite way to describe... No offense to his face. Know, no, not to his face, but no. my favorite way to no, describe... No to his face. Yes. Like, his actual face, I'm not trying to... I'll say that to his face. No offense I, to his face. Yeah, right. Yeah. Correct. I always like to describe Joe Philbin as being a guy that looks like he would get mad at his daughter for not filling out the warranty on her vibrator. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. That's a perfect <laughs> way to sum it up. Perfect way to sum it up. Like, you know these things break. Come on. Be, come on. I need you to make it an investment in yourself. <laughs> it's just $5 a year. Yeah. Uh, Hank, grab bag. Let's finish it up, and we'll see you guys on Monday with Blake Portals. Hey, PMT gang. Please tell us when your last sneeze was and rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. Last night. 1 being awful and 10 being incredible. Last night, and it was a solid 3. Solid 3? Yeah, solid 3. So bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, Usually that's not the adjective before. No, it was a... 
banger of a three. It was just as hardcore of a three as you can get. Perfect three. Yeah. Um, I had one two days ago that was like probably a four and a half. What about you, Hank? I had one a couple weeks ago on the show. It was like a ten. You had a sneezing fit on the show. Yeah, you did. I, I thought, like sneezing fits. Yeah, they're great. Although the sneezing fit that leads to a cold, like the the trigger, you know when you when you get a cold and it's all you can all link it back to like one sneezing fit mm-hmm. two days before. Like I just haven't been able to clear my nose since. Oh wait, I'm sick. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst. You know what the the issue is? I find that the quality of my sneeze is directly proportional to the people around me. So if I'm by myself, oh, you let it loose. I let it loose. It's always a ten. Does Leroy get scared of sneezes? Uh, no, he doesn't. But I was going to say. You never see a dog have a bad sneeze. Yeah. Because they don't give they're a shit. They're cute, and they're cute. They'll sneeze right in your face, yeah. and they don't think it's gross. And yeah. you'll be like, come on, you just bukkake me with your snot, buddy. No, I, I actually grabbed Stella's snout, and she sneezes. It's cute as yeah, hell. Yeah, that is yeah. cute. Uh, could you guys explain what happened between you guys and Dude Perfect? Oh. Oh, good question. Uh, yeah, they are fucking morons. Stole our, stole our whole uh, bread and butter. Yeah, so we came out with this thing called Bro Sweet, and it was when we were in Youngstown, right? Right, we came out with it, and then it turned out- Great week one. Yeah, great, great week, week one, one, everyone responded, they're like, aren't these the dude perfect guys? And we're like, what? We invented this. Mm-hmm. And it uh, turns out someone else invented it. No, but seriously, I just we were just sick of them because we're assholes and uh, cynics, and eventually if someone gets enough popularity, we're like, fuck that. But seriously, fuck those guys. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. They make so much fucking money off nothing. It's $20 million. And they, they take, you know how many shots they take? Do you know how many, you know how many takes they Sometimes take? Sometimes it's all day. It's all day. Yeah. It's all day. They, they rent a fucking helicopter all day to throw it through a basketball hoop. That's not socially or economically uh, reasonable. I also think it's very weird that they started this when they were in college. Who has full days to devote to in their calendars to just like throwing a Nerf football through a basketball hoop from 60 yards away in the middle of a golf course? Yes. Who does that in college? Right. There's infinity other things you should infinity. be doing in college. Oh, also, the real reason is we thought the um, guy with the ginger beard, he was bossing everyone around. He does. That was no. actually the real reason. We didn't... We're like, this guy, fuck him. Where's he get off? Yeah. We, were, we actually put ourselves in the bodies of the twins, and we're like, this is bullshit, man. I'd be pissed off if I was one of those twins. Yeah. They made him go to, like, dad camp one time. Oh. Or no, no, man camp. Did they? I watched their show. Damn. Yeah. I hate, pretty, the, pretty, I hate those guys, and I watch every, every single they're thing they They're pretty damn talented, <laughs> if we're going to be honest here. Uh, hey, guys, especially Simple Cat. Mm. As a girl, I love football, but am I qualified to wear a football guy's guy shirt? Love you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Especially because then you let every guy know you're like you love football, and the guys find that really, really attractive. Yeah, you got a clit, right? Basically, a dude. Yep, it's horny as you get horny as hell when you see a girl be like football. They yeah. just say football. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's actually a that's that's foreplay for many men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a woe for you guys. It is just as easy to win in rock paper scissors if you try to lose. Not true. Not true. Okay, let's both try to lose. Well, if we, that's not going to prove anything. No, it will. if we're both right, trying try to, to lose. lose, I will try to lose. I'm going to try to win. I'm going to try to lose. Okay, okay, we're best out of three. We're I'm going to try to lose. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. You beat me. Wow. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You beat me again. <laughs> I wasn't trying. That's amazing. I really wasn't. I, I was, was trying to win. I did not think about what I was going to throw at all. I was trying really hard to win. That's fucking wild. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Scientifically proven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that just kind of, that took me off. Like, I'm, I guess that's a new strategy, not trying to win. But is that trying to win? Fade yourself in rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Is a pretzel a cracker? No. <laughs> Top of my head, no. Gut instinct? Trey. No. 
Nice try, Trey. What Wingo. is it then? <laughs> it's a pretzel. Yeah. I hate when people do this. You put my brain in a pretzel right now. You you can't put my brain in a cracker, can you? It is a pretzel. Pretzel and cracker are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. A soft pretzel and a cracker are two totally different things. Yeah, no, but pretzel is like not a racial slur. You're talking slur. about a, a hard like. I know what you're talking about, but it's not a cracker. What makes a cracker a cracker? Is it because it cracks? Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Pretzels crack. Whoa. Uh, Last one. With Big Cat traveling around the country with A-Rod, did you ever get to meet J-Lo? Yes. And she uh, was not happy with us once, but she's very nice. Very, very nice. Um, yeah, she. We were filming at her house, and I was like, "Let's just get her natural reaction when she comes in." And uh, turns out, if you walk in your house and there's cameras everywhere, you're probably not gonna be happy. She was like, "What the hell's going on?" But then, as soon as she realized it was us, she was like, "Oh, what's up, guys?" But yeah, she is. Um, she's a very nice woman. She's very high, beautiful. Smells very nice. Go on. And talented beyond measure. Decently nice house. Sounds like you really like Oh, uh, decently nice house. Yeah. No, J-Lo is uh, very, you would think, like, a star of J-Lo's caliber. Like, I don't want to give the time of day to any of these people. She is not like that. She's very, very nice. I just want to say, and tossing at the end here, Cardi B is newfound single. Uh, Cardi B, what's up? Yo. Come on the podcast to discuss, put the pussy on PFT. So wait, the you, got, you guys want to hear something extremely PFT. unfortunate about for Cardi B? No, 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 I don't. She I don't, does don't. not have a prenuptial agreement with Offset, and Migos rapper stands to make fifty million dollars in the divorce of Cardi B. Wait, wait, Offset's a gold digger. So, so getting the pussy Dude, set on you, squad goals, the pussy on Offset. Offset is that squad goals? Yeah, Did we still say that. She, he's so fifty. He million got paid, she, but she doesn't get half of. So basically, like. New York law is clear that any asset that is acquired or developed during a marriage is owned 50% by each spouse, and Cardi B's entire brand was developed during her marriage to Offset. Whoa. But Offset was already, his brand was already developed before Cardi B, so, so he doesn't he, have to give uh, her 50% of his shit because it was already, like, that created. That fucked up. Something tells, she, something tells me that Offset's not going to, like, send lawyers after Cardi B. How much money did... For 50 mil? Yeah, but hold on, Hank. How much money did Offset make when the pussy got put on him? Well, actually, fifty million. No, we answered that. No, no, that's a good point. When he got the pussy put on him, Cardi B's pussy made Offset more valuable. Right. So I didn't know created, who Offset was until the pussy got put either, on him. Until she said that she put the pussy on him. Right. So she really created a lot of his well, brand. Her for, pussy did. In Armand, her yeah. pussy. Her pussy created Offset. Where, where does New York law stand on how much a pussy gets for putting, getting Yeah, can Cardi people? B be like my pussy and, my, and Cardi B are two separate entities? So the pussy has to pay for it? Have to look. Listen, you can turn my pussy inside out. It doesn't have any money. In yep. It. Yeah. Exactly. I'm poor. Uh, but right. seriously, Cardi, if you're listening to this, come on the podcast to discuss. Sup. Sup. Big time. Sup to Cardi B. I will right, see you guys Monday. Love you guys. I'm talking away. I don't know what to say. I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you shine away. I'll be coming for your love, okay?
It's part of my ticket. Presented by Bar Stool Sports.